Today's episode is brought to you by Better Beer Zero Carb. This award-winning zero-carb beer got sixth in the hottest 100 Aussie craft beers and a bronze at the 2022 Royal Queensland Food and Wine Show. It's an absolute stonker. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and only 87 calories per can. Uh, This award-winning crisp and mighty refreshing beer is simply made of the good stuff. The creme de la creme. Water, malt, hops, and yeast. The zero carb is 4.2% alcohol. Enjoy responsibly. Ain't That Swell presents... Today's episode features Rach and Clint from Barter Days. If you've listened to the show in the past, you'd know we are all about finding ways around this farcical financial system and all the horseshit it brings with it. Endless cost of living increases, endless cost of housing and rent increases, dodgy produce soaked in pesticides, uh, just poor quality meat. I mean, there's an endless cavalcade of bullshit attached to uh, this financial system. It's way out of date, and uh, we're really interested in just providing a, a space for ideas to flourish that you know, kind of talk about different ways of doing things, uh, particularly when it comes to health, well-being, food, and just getting those fundamental essentials right. And that is what this app, Barter Days, is all about. This is not paid content. This is a a DIY passion project by a couple of absolute core lords, Rach and Clint. Rach is actually the sister of Billy, one of the hockey dad lads, and a mad swellian. So shout out to Billy and hockey dad. And uh, yeah, just enjoy this chat. I mean, as radical as an idea as it sounds, it's actually a very ancient idea. It's how we used to do things. And it's very possible, um, whether you're living in the city or a regional or rural area, it's all very achievable. And yeah, we hope this uh, motivates you guys out there to get involved. Download the app. Uh, It's already worldwide, although it's just launched. So it needs numbers. That's what it's all about. Can't operate without the swellians and anyone else getting behind it it's a, a, a great thing if you're traveling uh, and, and looking to exchange labor for food or housing whatever there's a million different uh, kind of tentacles branching off this app and this concept as you're about to hear thank yeah. you so much for your time it, like we really appreciate it and we've always said it will just land where it's supposed to land so yeah yeah no, that's yeah, the right okay. attitude. Yeah. Well, uh, straight off the bat, I guess, please explain to our listeners what the Barter Days app and service uh, is. Yeah, so um, it was, it is an app, a downloadable app that we've created. And the reason why we've created it, or I guess to give you a little bit of backstory, um, we've been traveling for the last just over five years in our bus with our three boys. So we've typically go against the grain of life in general um, and a little bit rebellious, but our lifestyle predominantly is around travel, traveling around Australia, bartering with people and connecting in with like-minded people and different communities as we go. So barter's just been a huge part of our lives um, on such a deep level for such a long time. It's very innate 
for us. Um, and as you know, the last few years have been quite a, quite difficult on, especially people here in this country and all over the world. And we began to notice because we were on the road, just this separation and isolation that was occurring. Um, it was pretty gut-wrenching at times to see how disconnected and how fearful everyone became. So for us, it was just a matter of sharing what we know and what we do best, and that is connecting in with communities as we travel up the coast and offer what we've got, goods and services, and yeah, just be a good human. And we thought that if we could bring what we do on a daily basis and, and put it into this modern world and into an application, we might be able to actually reignite or not might we will reignite a wave of um, that grassroots community that the world needs so much now more than ever yeah exactly it was pretty much birthed off the back of I think it was like a a pimp my husband type yeah. relationship that we had going um and <laughs> I don't know if that sounds a, quite right but I know what you mean it's a different <laughs> app it's a different app yeah it's like the 2.0 let's just focus on goods and services at this stage but yeah it was kind of like as we traveled around we sort of you know traveling especially um of late is quite expensive and we managed to sort of stay on the road like we've been on the road like rage said for five years a lot of that was very much trip based and destination based but as we sort of started evolving in our travels we sort of found that it was much beneficial to us and to the kids to kind of fall into a community and kind of just become part of that little community and what we began to see is one, we could save some money by offering what we do have. Like I was a in my past life a painter and stuff like that. And it's I can mow Yeah, I can mow lawns and like, you know, whatever, gardening, just stuff, basic handyman type stuff that enabled us to get some accommodation here and there or, you know, some power to plug our bus in. And um we also used it to get like osteo appointments and stuff like that where we could just trade what we do dreadlocks for ourselves yeah our boy had some dreadlocks <laughs> which he just just lopped off recently yeah. but um yeah and that's sort of where it came from we kind of found that it was a way that we could kind of fall into a community establish connections and and build some relationships with the people there and you know get some mutually beneficial things going like you know it wasn't necessarily what i could take it was more how can we both contribute and walk away with, you know, feeling good about it, you know? So that's where the idea came from. That's a great idea, man. I love that story. And uh, yeah, I really see one of the, the potential benefits of this. It, it, it's bringing about community through commerce mm. or trade. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the, the, like it's a forgotten art it's like it's all that once was and now with this um age of convenience and all of this digital currency and this um you know self-serve checkout and all of that that's happening in very minute little um shifts in our world are, are completely diluting and eliminating human interaction and we all need that like i, I don't know i need that <laughs> i need to see a smile to say thank you and to have these moments throughout our day and it just terrifies me that for the next generation like our three young skater kids growing up I want them to know what it's like to have a strong community and to know that it, it's up to them to participate in that community in order for it to be strong so barter is is just what I was used to growing up 
I knew everyone in our street, you know, neighborhood watch. <laughs> Remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> everyone. I knew the bloke, I knew every name in the street and it breaks my heart to think that children are growing up in such a connected because of technology, but such a disconnected world on a grassroots level. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, social isolation and social disconnection is just one of the fastest ways to physical and mental illness. And it's an epidemic, particularly as you get older. Um, and I guess that comes back to you know, just the breakdown of those traditional community structures, uh, whether it be, you know, church is one, sporting clubs are another. But I guess in times gone by, it was farmers markets, it was butchers, it was, uh, you know, you had all these small businesses providing uh, really good quality uh, goods and services. And that was your community. You kind of did the rounds of the shops, having a yarn with uh, people yeah. from your community or your neighborhood. But that's all gone by the wayside as we, you know, shop at these uh, huge shopping centers and uh you know these big vendors of, of you know pretty substandard heavily sprayed uh you know uh, fruit and vegetables and whatever else uh your yeah. Woolworths, coals etc cetera, etc cetera. um yeah. so yeah it, it's a it's a utopian idea and it's it, but that doesn't make it unattainable at all just to see a future in which yeah you know it, it gives older folk uh, a chance to interact with younger folk, whether, you know, potentially yeah. giving them a job on the, on their little plot of land or uh, the exchanging of, of labor for, for food and, and so on and so forth. It's, it's pretty exciting. That's, you've absolutely yeah. nailed it. And, yeah. and that's what we kind of found, like looking at as we traveled into communities, we'd sort of show up at these little, you know, little swap meets and little community gatherings. And we found, especially looking at that, like community and that culture, the ones that innately joined, like, you know, met together and kind of brought together this sense of community, they had as kind of part of that foundation, a like a barter opportunity where people would just turn up. Regular. Yeah. yeah people would just turn up weekly with, <laughs> yeah, like a big Excessing. bags of lavender and just whatever they had to offer, whether it was, yeah, the eggs or, you know, and they all sort of began writing out these little lists of things that they could each offer. And, you know, someone was a fencer mm -hmm. so they could fix fences yeah. and all this sort of stuff. And we use using it for how yeah. we kind of use it as a means to kind of get around the country and explore different places. It was like, we need to kind of find a way to bring this more sort of centralized so we could use it as, you know, and look at places where we're going and go, how can we offer, like you can reach out to people and, see what they offer before getting there you know and it was just yeah it was a huge part for us realizing that that it brought people together and just yeah. the like the feelings of worthiness that people had from just mm. bagging up their lemons bringing them out and just putting bags on a table and saying yeah. whatever you've got to offer me in return is I'll you know it. i'll have it it's <laughs> awesome and like yeah on our neighbors like we we tend to meet a lot of gray nomads over the years they're they're like extra grandparents for all of our sons <laughs> but I'm huge on you know storytelling and the legacy and what they've gone through in their lives and they're filled with skills like they've done it all these you know men and women have had so many careers so many things to offer the world and that's how a lot of our barter interactions take place. It's like, oh, so what did you do for work? What did you do for work? Oh, that would be really handy right now. Like, and you're just um, reinstating who they are and what they have to give as a valuable form of currency. 
And it just immediately makes me remember and have these feelings of, but that's how it used to be. And and you said, you know, usually in a small town, you'd know that that guy's the butcher and they're all his skills and, and that person's the gardener and they can help you with your greenskeeping. So I think it is like we wanted to disrupt um, the convenience and the age of convenience we absolutely wanted to disrupt that and just insert some humanness back in there mm. um, for our future generations mm. yeah those social interactions are so important it builds so much respect uh, between the generations respect that are based off skills and and real world knowledge and, and wisdom as opposed to the way um, society now functions where it's, you know, like yeah, how many Instagram followers you have, what's your profile like, what's your influence like, all of which is fucking horseshit and amounts to zero in the real world. Um, and and particularly the older generations have been kind of left by the wayside uh, by some of these like social trends. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the way communities are set up now in in suburbs, you know, you know, you've got this huge suburban McMansion clumps and, uh, you know, that funnels everyone into these shopping centers. And, uh, yeah, you've, you've kind of really lost that, that connection, that the, the village style yeah. of life. And, and that's tragic, man. It is. And it's, yeah. that's what, like, especially the, the thought of where it's going, because, you know, I'm born in 85 and I feel like an 83 baby mm. and you'd be around that too. It's just like, in our lifetime, we've seen such a dramatic decline of community and increase of convenience and digital world um, and mass produced everything. I can't imagine what that older generation and that disconnect wonder why, you know, some of them are just like out of it. I just have no time for it. But um, <laughs> the reality is I, I think that we as human beings, if we, we know this, like it's in us, it's like, yeah, you know, that neighborhood watch feeling, that mates rates, like shirt off your back culture. You've only got to look at when there's a bushfire or a flood or anything like that that we've experienced in our country to know what Aussies are capable of. So for us, if every we see a world where if every single Aussie went, do you know what, um, what have I got around this house that is, is my trash but someone else's treasure? What could I list on barter days? Or what am I growing in my garden I've got too much of? What? What have I done for a job, um, painter, childcare, um, anything that we could offer as a commodity on this Barter Days app? Yes, it's stuff and services, but deeper than that, there's so much more exchanged when you rock up at their house, have a good yarn, ask how their day's been, and see, feel seen, valued, and heard in that transaction. Mm. So it's just barter is the action, but it's it's what's left in that experience that you take with you forever and it leaves you wanting more. And I think especially during that, you know, when the world fell apart a few mm. years ago, everyone realised, you know, there was a time where it was basically illegal to be near another human. And it was just <laughs> like, fuck, this is, this is insane. And so I believe that there is so much good and so much lesson to come out of that hardship. Yeah. that humans need each other conveniences are great don't don't get me wrong love a good pizza delivered to my door when I need one <laughs> when I want one but it's like I'd also love to go and sit at someone's cafe small business they've worked their ass off for and buy their small pizza 
and immerse myself in what they've created. So mm. it's just really taking it back to grassroots. You have done it there with the surf community. There was the idea of what surfing was and then there's the reality of what surfing was and that's grassroots for us as well in mm. our lifestyle. Yeah, and I mean, this convenience culture, for all the convenience that it provides, it's fucking expensive, man. Like, when you really look at things, like, the cost of things is so inflated uh, these days, you know, whether it's housing or food, and it really seems to be a part of a a scheme or a scam um, that's designed to just keep us locked in debt bondage, uh, keep us with our nose to the grindstone, and where I really see the potential benefits uh, of this is, is being able to create those kind of working bees of, you know, maybe it's five mates or, or five, uh, you know, people you've met through this app um, and a couple of skilled tradesmen. And, you know, you can come up with a shelter or a plot, uh, a, an agricultural plot very quickly with that amount of workforce. Um, and, and, you know, yeah, it might take you still a month or something, but I'll tell you, it's a lot quicker than going down the, uh, the, the debt bondage mortgage route, which will take you fucking 40 years to pay off. And even then you probably won't own it, but the reality (laughs) is like, you've, you've absolutely nailed it. And that's where we know that like we escaped sort of that nine to five, that rat race. Like Clint was a, a police officer in his another past life, many lives, this man. <laughs> I was like, fuck this, we are getting out of here. Um, we need to get back to the real world. We need to get back to living and just not dying. Cause that's how I felt. I felt like we're waking up every day and we were just not dying. We're just going through the motions mm. of life. Mm. And it was, mm. it was, it was taking everything out of me. So that's where our traveling rebellion, our little like, that's it, we can do this differently. But had we not created that space in our own lives, we mightn't have the capacity and the community around us to help us bring Barter Days to life. So yeah. Barter Days is in itself being created with that community at heart. You know, a couple of our closest friends on the planet have backed us and invested in us and in this idea because they believe in a better world. We believe in a better world, but it it takes, like you said, it's not about, um, you know, the fear that's been instilled through all this convenience is people automatically go, oh, what if I get ripped off by a stranger? Have you ever been ripped off when there's money involved? Mm. Yes, all the fucking time. The Mm. idea is to immerse yourself in who you know your local community, your mates already in existence and band together. And that's where your strength lies. And Mm. as you're bartering and sharing and swapping skills, raiding each other's wardrobes, you know, putting an hour's worth of, you know, um, surf lessons on there or skateboarding lessons or music lessons. And actually you realize you have everything you need within your local community you won't need to outlay any cash. You won't need to pay for your child's music lessons because you can barter with that music coach and say, this is what I've got in return or pimp your husband out or your wife. <laughs> Not that, <laughs> your dirty mongrels, but most of <laughs> or mine, do some babysitting or barter. And, and that automatically, it takes a lot of courage to say, are you open to barter? Are you open to barter? But if our 15-year-old son can do it, anyone can. Mm. And that is what I want Australians to remember. We can ask, are you open to barter? I have something to offer you if you're open to it. 
So mm. that's sort of the, the going back to those grassroots yeah. days. It's like that question that necessarily not what do you want or whatever. It's more like what do you need? Like what can I do for you? You know, I mm. have all of these skills, but what do you need? You know, yeah. I need what you have, but what are you looking for? And let's work on that. Let's build a relationship around that. Yeah, and you're taking power back from a financial system and a system that clearly does not have our best wishes or, or needs at heart, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like nothing more empowering than being able to walk outside knowing that, um, you know, I mean, it's it's awesome to have a job. It's awesome to have earned money. You need it. You know, where we're heading is, you know, the shops are essential. You know, you have to be able to get some things. The yeah. internet's fantastic. Social media is a necessary tool. Like we're, we'll be on it right now, you know, using a platform. Yeah. But it's using the tools that you have in order to... Um, you know use them so they're not using you basically mm, and barter yeah, days is a slave. way for you to use the tool barter barter is not new and the app the app may be a new concept to bring an old tradition back to the forefront but by using barter days and listing some things that you are good at you'll be able to know that you're not reliant upon like say, for instance, you earn some money, that's great to go out and buy some things. But on the side, instead of doing those cash jobs and stuff like that, you for a little bit more cash, you might be able to barter some things out like your surfboard repairs. Like I'm terrible with fiberglass, yeah. mm -hmm. but I'm sure someone out there would be fantastic. And I yeah. could, you know, I could, I can spray a board after <laughs> you do my painting days, but I'm terrible at repairing with the fiberglass. All epoxy is just disgusting to mm. use, but it's people hard. are good at it. Yeah, it's just letting them shine and show what they're good at, and then saying, "Hey, you know what can I offer you in return?" Yeah, the it's money really is not simple. the essential part. The essential part is that relationship, mutual beneficiary, like mutual. benefiting. Yeah. They walk away with the service. I walk away with a fixed board, and everyone's, um, happy. everyone's <laughs> happy. We've got that ongoing relationship as well. It's like you're building up trust. You're building up that relationship, so you can move on, and yeah. Just carry on. It's awesome. Mm, mm. Yeah. Recently, it was actually one year ago, almost to the day we went through the, the floods up here. And mm -hmm. in the aftermath of those floods, which were mind-blowing, like I don't think anyone realized how bad it could get, but uh, or that it could get that bad. But yeah, in the, the days and weeks afterwards, you know, it was such a crazy outpouring of community goodwill and labor in particular. And it was insane to see what um crews of people working for nothing could accomplish and yeah. it, it, my first thought was like wow like the way we're living the way we're, we're set up to live uh paying top dollar for certain services uh it really doesn't have to be like that like there's a whole other way of doing things and uh, you know what goes around comes around and you can you know when you're working with people side by side in the sludge in the mud, uh, in the dust, whatever it is, like the trust is forged there. You know, you're not gonna, you're just not gonna skimp out when it's your turn to to uh, muck in and 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 put your your back to, your shoulder to the wheel. So, um, yeah, that was such an eye opener, and I just thought, you know, this app is is exactly kind of what I was thinking. Um, 
should occur off the back of all that good work because yeah you know we we do have issues up this way in the northern rivers with housing affordability with just cost of living pressures it's it's you just cannot get ahead unless you have rich parents and uh, somewhere to to hole up and uh, not pay rent uh, man you're in a, a real pickle like you, you, you yeah. you're not really going to get the savings you need uh, in order to progress out of the slave situation that uh, you end up in. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly oh, rat right. Race. I, can't, I was trying to think of the quote, but it's like, if you want to go far, go together. Like the concept of we've been, I guess, this digital age and like you said, the like mentality and how many followers and how many and all of this very um, superficial side of uh, where we're at in the world right now has made us think we have to go it alone and made us think that I can only do this and I need to get my own mortgage and that person needs to get their own mortgage and we need to spend. And so life just got, it's, it's out of control and the scales have tipped so far that it's leaving the mental health gap. Unsure, how can I even put food on the table? Mm. Even if they you're not in a position with children and a family now, how will I ever be able to afford that? So the mental health decline, it has been rapid. You've only got to look at, you know, the stats to know that. Um, again, barter is just one tool. Like your podcast is doing amazing things. You're giving yeah. people, you're giving surfers a voice, you're giving people a platform. Like these tools are there for a reason. But barter for us was just what we could give. It was our gift and and putting this app together was our gift to the world. And we're excited to see what, people will do with it and the ways that they can use it to strengthen their connections with their local community and also if you are are in a situation where you are moving or a lot of backpackers and mm. that are coming back over to the country like it, the app has been designed for you to basically be able to look anywhere on a map in in this country and easily identify skills and services that people have with, up for barter willing to give so you can sort of plan ahead where you want to go and I mean the app's been out less than a month so obviously there'll be more and more dots and more and more offerings the more people show up and the yeah. more people want to give but we've streamlined that and there's another little hidden reason why and that is to get people off these social media platforms that are that aren't healthy mm -hmm. so I know there was a few times during um the last few years where I've put myself out there asked a question around Bada, asked a question around free camp and got absolutely hammered by wankers in the comments mm. that are just like, eh, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. And I wasn't in a really good place mentally. So even my me trying to connect with community on a social media platform yeah. ended up with me copying it, copping <laughs> a flogging from all these people misinterpreting what wow. I was trying to say. And then you're left even more emotionally fragile. So I was like, this can't occur on these platforms because they're so toxic so if you think of why people love things like marketplace and stuff like that and it works well well we've amplified that in terms of community and connection and it's free so you jump over and you're still listing these things you want to give mm. and you you're still looking for what you want to find but you don't have this endless feed of bullshit that yeah. comes under it you don't have likes there's no ego involved it's where are my people? What am I looking for? And how can I connect? And then you have the ability to have your internal message with that person while your barter is in place. 
Mm. So while you're negotiating the terms of your barter. So there's lots more to the app that, that is to come when we can, you know, afford to develop those sides of things. But taking the element of community that was, I kept getting blocked on, on Facebook and things like that. Every time I tried and putting it into this app was paramount to us to really give people that privacy when they're engaging in barter. Yeah. You're definitely giving a lot away, like to use the social media currently that's out there, you give a lot of your personal privacy kind of mm. into their hands, you know, for them to kind of do with as they please. And it's very easy for someone who is not necessarily aligned with you or, you know, that to just reach out and just throw their venom at you. <laughs> you know? mm. So you've copped it, you know, you've copped just people just randomly reaching out with <laughs> Yeah, absolute nonsense you're like oh man just block and they're gone that's all yeah. well and good but a lot of people take that on and a lot of people really um okay. you know they're really affected by it and mm. they try to put themselves out there they've got all the courage up in the world to try and list themselves and what they can offer the world only to be smashed by keyboard warriors that just want to bring people down and not see mm. people mm. succeed so totally when, when we come over here to to barter days there's just none of that there's no feed there's no um, the only way you can chat to someone is through an internal message. Once you've began, you know, a relationship or sent through an offer that you can begin to negotiate around. And yeah, then from there, it's when you get in person, you know, it's when you're in person and in front of somebody exchanging the service or exchanging the, the product that you're having an actual conversation and a physical interaction with a human being and mm. hugging, you know, getting the energy mm. from them. It's mm. that that is ongoing it's like this it's none of this just typing and throwing it out there it's it's oh God. Human interaction mm. yeah yeah oh recently we we put on a, a bit of a, an event it was called the inaugural swellness summit and it was basically uh you know just a, a very affordable uh festival for blue collar people who that was the idea that to come together and learn these kind of healing modalities and uh exchange ideas around uh you know just surviving and thriving in a system that's really set up to to you know just yeah. grind you into the dust um <laughs> yeah and one of the the things that came out of that was you know this idea of getting your hands on a bit of land to cultivate and grow food on you know and it, it, you could know one person say you may in your whole network of people i'm sure everyone can come up with one person who has a bit of land that they're, they're not using to cultivate and, and grow food on and it turns out in, in uh, my example that person's me and uh so and I, my, 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 yeah my dad's got uh eight acres up here um west of wardell and so uh i've got a mate moving down here and we're about to convert this plot into a, a thriving, you know, it's already a, a somewhat thriving permaculture setup, but we're going to multiply um, the food growing capabilities. And this app is going to slot in perfectly because once we've got this abundance, this overabundance of food, then we'll be in a position to trade for all kinds of things. He's already doing it. Um, he's living in somewhere else and I've been watching him do it. And, you know, just this, this trade, it, it's amazing what you can get for a freaking yeah. box of kale or uh you know a, a box of carrots or a box of tomatoes like it, it, you know that's that's currency right there and um you know you can really alleviate pressure and not only that it's just so enjoyable like growing your own food is such a pleasure in itself 
Um, and it, it, you know, you, you're getting quality produce that's not soaked in glyphosate. And yeah, I yeah. mean, that's just one example. But you know, what yeah. are some of the other kind of uh, examples of, of bartering that you've seen go down so far? So on the app at the moment, like um, we're we obviously are, have been self-employed um, in running an essential oils business for many years, and that was how we travel and what we offer while we travel. So alternative health and anything in the alternative realm is our jam. Um, so on the app, a lot of our like-minded people in our community have jumped on and started offering their alternative healing modalities. So things like Reiki massage, naturopathy appointments, kinesiology. And what I what I love about that, and then we've got the teachers that are doing tutoring and music lessons and putting yeah, themselves, themselves like... forward. And what I notice and what makes me really happy is there was a point there where without going into it, a lot of people weren't able to work. And a lot of people were, their whole careers were paused and unable to continue doing what they'd done their whole life. So this app allowed um, and will allow these people to put forward their skills and their small businesses without having to compete with algorithms and all of this rubbish that is coming down on us like a ton of bricks, especially in the alternative health world. Um, we, we will not have as much success on social media platforms because of the algorithms. They're yeah. against us. Certain keywords. <laughs> you can't say keywords you can't do. So you can't say health. Can't, oh, God, no. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but there's that sort of side of it. And when I see them pop up, I'm like, yes, because it's in that small business mentality that this whole country has become great. Mm. It's in, they're the ones putting their, you know, giving their shirt off their back to their local communities, to keeping the economy going in their local communities. They're the ones doing all the fixing of the houses after a natural disaster. These are the people that um, have got the it ground. covered. They're yeah. on the ground. And for us, you know, we have, as I said, so many examples of bartering our time or, Clint's lawn mowing skills is great, great at that. I keep him I'm terrible at a lawn mower, but it's just easy. Just keep a willing, I call him. But, you know, we we have an abundance of skills, child minding. So, like, I've um, done babysitting for people and received massage in return. Um, we've had osteo appointments for our son. But the, the one of the main integral parts of what when we were designing the app is we didn't want to limit it because we believe in the human capacity to be creative as well. So like you've just mentioned there with your plot and of land and your garden and you're excited to provide, like you're creating this massive plot of currency, mm. who knows what you'll be offered in return and have fun with it. You know, someone might come in and, you know, have earth moving capabilities and be able to dig another plot for you. Mm. And I might come in and it's like we damn or something like just mm. all the people and categorize this to the point where we're controlling it. We're saying, hey guys, use your creative yeah. your creative thinking, and find opportunities to give back and contribute. Because it doesn't work unless you put forward what you're willing to contribute. Mm. Then other humans can do the same. Yeah. And we've, we've found even talking on just some different examples, like a lot of our friends in our community from back where we see from down the Illawarra, Wollongong area. Um, and a lot of our friends in this community are down there and a lot of their kids have been getting involved mm -hmm. and just posting, like listing heaps of 
things for them, like, you know, bags of toys or like books. They've got full series of books that they've been through that are like, what can I get for the books? We've got our young bloke loves his Rubik's Cube. So he's like, do some Rubik's Cube lessons or here's some Rubik's Cubes. (laughs) Lessons for 15 bucks because you set the bar to value. And Mm. he actually ended up getting a um, online like a game tutorial in return, like so random. And we're like, well, go you. But in his head, he he immediately thought, what am I good at? So that's what I want children thinking as well, like, and adults. What am I good at? What can I offer? And his brain as an 11-year-old at the time went, I can teach people how to do Rubik's Cubes. (laughs) So that's his currency then. You know, and I was like, yes, this is is the level of empowerment we want to bring back because that's when... You know, we don't really need all the excess stuff. We don't need the elite side of things to run us. It's us that has the power. Mm. It's us that are the workers with the skill sets and the mindset. We, If we come together and use them, we'll be unstoppable. Yeah. Mm. And you're creating networks around common interests and then the ideas and the creativity, as, as you mentioned, that, that comes out of those networks is massive. Like that has the potential to, to really change things. That uh, that synchronicity, that snowball effect when, when you're getting like minds together uh, who are all working towards a common cause, who had a gutful of a redundant way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that has tremendous potential. Yeah. yeah. There's a bloke over in um, Europe. So we'll be hopefully in the, in the next few months um, launching the app overseas in the overseas markets as well. And we had a guy reach out and he's, his whole thing for the last few years has been, he wanted to barter a button all the way to a house. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like, go for it, mate. Like, and he goes, this app is going to help me heaps in that process. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Keep if he upcycling. Used it, upcycling, I was like, like that if that's your thing go for it so yeah. it just gave me a good giggle because we don't get to we we didn't ever want to limit the capacity that people have to use this app to better themselves and to you know strengthen their communities yeah mm. and we're definitely not um we're definitely not app developers of, of any kind we're just <laughs> we just sort of stumbled yeah. across and you know we've we just trusted yeah. as we've yeah we have trusted the process but just falling into been on the road a lot we tend to come into a lot of different parks and caravan parks and each of those is kind of like their own little community as you go through mm. them especially you know when, when we, we rock up yeah when we rock up we gen- generally we bring the noise and the <laughs> yeah. but yeah they it was you know in amongst the last few years a little bit crazy so we were forced to sort of stop in places not necessarily home because this is home our bus but we'll cause to stop for a little while. So um, a lot of people like yourself were um, looking at how can we all together, how can we be okay if everything did fall apart and, you know, want to try something yeah. different to five. And each little community in Caravan Park, you know, as we sort of stopped, we're like, we would, we would be okay. Be you know, we'd be, mm. we'd be where we are right now. It's got an enormous, really fresh food health um, little store up there. It's like all awesome veggies that they grow on the place and stuff like that. And we're like, well, sweet. We could just, you know, we could get through the fence and and go up and hook up with them. And we've got water, we've got people, we've got osteos, we've got people that are good with like naturopath and all that sort of stuff. We're like, we would be all right. And then we're like, but how can we help people do this everywhere? You know, if this is what they would like to choose a way to come together as a little community and, and find everything they need, then this is what we can do. We can, 
go out of our comfort zone Definitely. and look at ways that we can try and develop an application. We're like, how can this work? Everyone's always got their phones in their hands. Like, it's not a list. It's city, and it's just like, like every person's just looking down. I'm, I'm guilty of oh. it too. But I'm like, look up, say hello. Oh. <laughs> Oh, standing next to yeah, uh, yeah. It oh, was man. like if we can just get this in front of people at least as a at tool, least to... another opportunity yeah. that they might be able to use to connect. They can lead outside to, like human interaction. Follow the yeah, human yeah. Follow the interaction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just that's that's it. We went on a journey to try and bring it together, and it's been awesome. You know. We've learned so much and, and in mm. doing this, we've got to really break down how we can make it work and give it the best experience, like user experience to bring about connection, to bring people together, cut all the hate out, take some good things from other platforms, roll them into one and make it focused about connection, mm. not likes, not shares, not, you know, how many followers I got and all that sort of stuff. Just remove all that back to the grassroots you want to meet mm. with people connect offer a service and skill this is how you do it it's like mm. we've, we've lived it and we love it and hope everyone out there can yeah. at least get the experience that we have yeah literally mm. test drive for a long time now we just got to yeah. get it out <laughs> it becomes about connection and skills that's that's the new currency and um, even better, you know, you get to starve a system of of your money, which and that money is is often spent. Uh, you know, it goes to no good ends. Like we're watching now, uh, that there's just this constant funneling of money uh, towards war in Europe and the Middle East and wherever. Um, you know, there's the constant funneling of money towards. Uh, no offense, Clint, but uh, you know, just a policing that's that's often uh, redu redundant methods. Um, and yep. you know, uh, the constant funneling of money towards pharmaceutical companies, uh, uh freaking name an industry, the prison industrial complex, uh, and by and that that money is you know it's taxes, it's GST, it, it's money that's getting skimmed off the top of your purchases. Um, yeah. so you get to reclaim that and and put it towards a good ends, and it, man, it just gets me so psyched. Like the idea of you know just having box fulls of food and, and and swapping that for fish or meat yeah. or labor like that's such a an obvious way to barter and a, it's attainable for everyone yeah on the on the fish yeah. i had a, i met a guy the other day and he's like oh man he goes i'm gonna use this for sure he goes i'm a fisherman he goes and so i've grown food. up as a family that were fishermen on you know charter boats and they they go out and they do fish he goes and literally we'd come in on our boat with those big blue tubs of fish that they've just collected from their day, like from the net or however they did it. And he's like, and we'd all walk up, up into the fish market and we have like a box each. And it's like, my dad was teaching us like one box of this is for like guys would come and offer them That's meat. And like this yeah. is like how much you can offer that. And we're getting this in return. Or if you don't like that fish, this many of these fish are worth that, that much of that fish. <laughs> so that was this, this was like, because I was holding, I'm realizing I'm holding money in my hands, you know. He goes, and mm. I can, I'm really good at it. I'm like, exactly, man. Yeah. You all got, I'm a terrible fisherman. <laughs> You're holding <laughs> money in your hands, but a, a toxic government doesn't get its cut. And that's beautiful. Exactly. Um, yeah, that's 
straight one to one, cutting out yeah. that. Middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cutting out the 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 skimming charlatan, and I mean, you're looking at like at the moment digital identities and digital currencies and, and stuff that we didn't get the chance to vote on. You never get the chance to vote on this shit. Um, yes, I mean, just yeah, looking at it globally uh, and uh, up against some of the political happenings that are unfolding. I mean, how do you see uh, a system like this? Yeah, just being relevant or, or being able to to push back on, on on some of the things that appear to be coming down the chute towards us. Well, that's mm. that's one of the things that I like. We've we've been aware of. So um, I've been self employed for what, over seventeen years or something. Like I'm not a good employee. <laughs> I I'm just not. I love doesn't creating. play well with I others. Play well with others. Yeah, <laughs> I do play very well, but I don't like to be dictated to. In, in a sense where it's taking what I'm innately wanting to offer mm. and putting it under policy and procedure and and dulling me down just so I'm just just perfectly employable. And I never liked that. And so this sort of rebellious streak has always been in us. And uh, sorry, by part sort of shared it with Clint. We've yeah. been together 21 years. Talk about so being dictated on. <laughs> 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 yeah. No. No. Um, be quite no, it's all like everything <laughs> you've gone through was yeah. necessary for her, exactly. and everything. everything I've gone through was mm. necessary for me you know, to learn that. to learn and go through everything I've gone through to come through to this place. It's oh. like it's awesome. I've yeah. got to have lived, I've lived mm. a lot of worlds, and I've Still lived on things. both sides of everything, yeah. and um. I now choose this. So how <laughs> how we see it coming into like we know that the world and we know it's been drip fed into us like five years ago if you heard those words digital currencies and this like it wasn't even here and now all of a sudden it's just like well this is a thing um you walk past shops and it's like no cash card only and you're like mm. oh hey well all right then so there's one step left for someone like me that goes um if everything went digital, I don't want to do that. I don't want to play that game. And then that gets turned off. That's a terrifying thought for a parent, a terrifying as thought a for an individual mm. as a provider to think that someone else or a system could dictate whether I could feed my family or access my cash. So that has been in our hearts and minds for many years. Mm. We've seen, we've like many of us, yourself included, have been watching going, oh, we never got a say in that. We never got a say in that. But what we do have a say in is how we take our power back. We all have a say in that. And that is our time. That is our resources. That is our skills and services and our stuff that we can create from a seed. I, I can, our son said, so if I just got really good at growing tomatoes, that's my money. Yeah. Yes, that is exactly what I'm talking about. This is where we take our power back. This is the chapter. This is the rebellion. And it's not going to be grand and loud. It's happening like this. It's like, hey, guys, did you know that there's this new app that we can offer and we can have a free relationship and build a barter community? It's from the ground up. Mm. And they won't see it coming because they're too busy <laughs> trying to do their thing at their, the other end of this. But I think that they've forgotten the power of the people. And that's what we're here to remind people of. It's us that has the power. We have the power to create magic if we just work together. Yep. Literally. Beautifully said. 
clean up entire communities. Yeah. <laughs> as you've witnessed. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Beautifully How said. How long did it take for them to arrive to help? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you know, as soon as it was like, in a sense, minutes, it was like as soon as it was going down, there was people pouring out and helping. And uh, it was human nature. You know, that's just what you do. Uh, and I think we're we're so um, wired for community and helping each other and working together, and, and that's been stripped from us um, over the years by a system which really gives you two options: you can either be a slave owner or a slave. You know, like that's you, in order to to not be a slave, you got to turn someone into a slave to get ahead in this system, and it's pitting us all against each other. It doesn't have to be that way, and. You know, it's good that capitalism at least gives us the freedom to explore these opportunities and to innovate um, where some other systems might not, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it's interesting times. I love the this concept of getting the power back. I also love the idea of um, you know, things have to change from, from the bottom up. It's never going to change from the top down. You just got to know that by now. So um yeah things like this are such a positive step in the right direction you mentioned a few of the potential developments down the track um with this app like you know where's it headed in the future um and what's it going to take to to send this thing fully mainstream yeah oh well great question yeah lovely question (laughs) for us um like when we look at development wise we still have uh, like we developed this for we've it's been over a year now of of in Full planning time. mode of yeah. trying to get get it all right and we spent six months worth of actual developers developing this you know the the code to get it to a point where we've got this minimum viable product so it's this product that's approved thankfully it yeah. got approved on the like you know the google and mm. apple stores so it can be downloaded mm. on just most smartphones all well should be all smartphones but um the development that we have is ongoing we do have a number of features that we still want to introduce like different ways that people can use it to get a better experience mm. and to help build trust in the trades and things like that but it's more for us about with an Im- bigger impact we can make so the, the bigger we can get this app to grow the more impact we can make as two individuals and as a business of barter days mm-hmm. we can help bring about things like as you know mental health is struggling um we've been touched by mental health in lots of you know got some ptsd stuff going on with the police mm. force yeah Harry. i bet mate i, I was yeah. gonna ask about that actually like uh i mean i guess it's a bit of an aside maybe different conversation but it it is interesting just how much i mean being a cop is basically signing up for ptsd being an ambulance officer Mm. being an any kind of emergency service worker and um uh, once you've got it i'm imagining they don't really look after you (laughs) once you've got it there's not not much of a support network while you're there it's very much a um Yeah, there is a very much a culture around the stigma of it. You know, people do go off with mental health issues and it's like, you know, oh, you know, he's crazy, you know. Ever going to progress as a police officer with that stigma. So that's yeah. a very simple way of saying if you if you say I'm not coping, I'm not okay, even after you've attended X amount of suicides or whatnot in a day, you would never really want to admit that because it's not going to yeah. look good on your profile. It's more- you can't yeah. cope. You're not fit for the job, you yeah. know, which mm, is it, fine. Like I get whatever the way they want to do it. 
they definitely don't look after in that sense. It's the the stuff that comes down from if you know if you report something. I mean, I've been involved in some incredible teams and had some great supervisors, oh, but at the top of those supervisors, always bosses who have targets and obligations and things and boxes that tick. So it always comes back to a box ticking ticking exercise where I offered him support and he said it was okay. Tick. Yeah. 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 That's what's- it, it- it's just an insane concept to me. I mean, you know, growing up, uh, the way I grew up, single mom, you know, domestic violence, violence, and this and that. Like, I understand PTSD uh, as a, a pretty serious mental illness. And I, I understand how it's accumulated through, you know, being exposed, like how many dead kids you got to scoop off a, off the road uh, or how many suicides you got to go to before you, you've got it. And, and the answer to that is not that many. And um, yeah. so you have a police force who is essentially just there's rampant mental illness, uh, extremely extreme volatility, extremely volatile characters being asked to go out into the community and mediate disputes. That is a yeah. terrible idea. It's, it's a, a bad very concept. Terrible idea. The is like that's where we we have a like we've been touched by it on such a deep level for so long and we also have still even though clint's no longer in the police force our family in blue that we love and respect yeah. and adore of course in yeah. it, you know and they don't have the answer either and that's mm. where we're like what will we do because we're, we're huge believers of obviously just trusting the process and putting serving with a good heart and with integrity and doors will open. This is another door that's open from you, giving us your time to help us get Barter Days out there. But when we are in the position to, so with the app, we have things like um, just streamlining the process, ratings and reviews of certain barters and rewards, as in stars to reward people for being good Um, citizens and for giving back and just so people that are brand new to this can go wow this is a trusted person in their Mm. community they've done 20 barters this year and there's all these beautiful things just things to ease it like being able to create little communities in the inbox area and um these are these are things that um our users currently have also we're asking them what do you want (laughs) this Mm. isn't our app this is your app um that we've created for you but where our impact and what I'm most excited for, once Australia and once the world goes, this is it, like we mm. can use this as a tool, we're going to bring this into um, and try and be more proactive about mental health and communities at a grassroots level. So into schools, into um, communities, doing yeah. education days, doing talks on mental health and youth work and discussing the importance of having a strong community around you through BADA. And contributing. Mm. So the whole plan that we have in the back end of funneling that back into mental health and calling on um, our investors are totally on board. That was a huge part of them, the the long-term vision. What is this for? What are we going to do with this when we create this magic? So there is, it's always coming back to how can we improve the app for you? And then what what things can we put into place into pockets of Australia, inland Australia, where Mm. children don't feel so alone and where families don't feel so afraid because they can't afford things and this flow-on effect of bringing communities back. So we have a big vision. Um, We've only (laughs) been live for a month. So it's like it's (laughs) starting. People are going, oh, I don't see any other barters in my area. And I was like, 
well you're you're it you're the one yeah. bringing this to your town like go hard like yeah. <laughs> bring it yeah. we have like when rach just touched on like doing things within a community to help you know bring people together and stuff like that around what actually what community actually is in connection i won't name like i won't use names but a place where we may have uh, a little property that um yeah. is ours they really re literally read it yesterday on their council page saying how they've just got all this awesome funding together to create community projects and bring community together so our that's like a the bigger council our lovely little suburb as a way to bring about community and culture and connection they're going to install street lights like <laughs> that's, on the, oh, in the that's what everyone wanted how good's that like, nearly, now, now the like, kids will know when to come home it's like six hundred and something thousand dollars worth of street lights wow. to create community connection and culture in the thing and i'm like oh my wow, this is, God. Yeah, this is yeah. where it needs to go like we need we need to have people and be able to be in a position to make an impact on a level where we can turn up and say this is what it can look like and this is what some things can this is what you can do to help bring about yeah. connection yeah yeah, yeah man yeah exactly but that connection like Sorry. you know oh no i was just thinking uh you know creating that community connection between uh you know people Maybe they're doing, uh, I've seen up in the Northern Rivers, there's breath work workshops going on now, you know, like big Wim Hof ice bath meetups. Uh, it's, it's 20 bucks or whatever. And, uh, you know, starting to get that into a bit more visibility and starting to, you know, get our emergency surface men and women down to those uh, workshops and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, just using that as a hub to then exchange skills and services and just, lessening that disconnect between uh whether it be uh, police and, and and the mental health uh coping mechanisms they need to have or ambulance officers or whatever it is yeah just bringing that mental health awareness into a more mainstream space and making it really accessible and affordable uh for everyone that was the entire point of that swellness summit that we did um and and it was insane you know we had military veterans there who were you know just doing well enough but had been through the ringer and had lost so many friends to uh suicide and um you know yeah just just bringing all of those healing mechanisms and, and that community interaction and that spirit of, of helping each other back yeah. to the forefront as opposed to us versus them which is just uh it's a symptom of mental illness i think Absolutely. Yeah, it's a symptom of disconnection. Into the hand of exactly where the government really has its power over us. If if we're feeling disconnected from our community, and it's us versus them, and it's you know every man for himself, they yeah. win. It's just that simple. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Ninety percent of people would you know all of their awareness comes from their phone. Whatever they're seeing and whatever they're absorbing their is their reality and and if you can have control of the reality that they're seeing you know that's you can dictate you can get people to do whatever you want them to do if, they, if they're that disconnected and out of not even out of the community they're so disconnected from who they are mm. you know as a human and they're disconnected from their family they're disconnected from their partner they're just yeah it's um it's a wild world it's a lost world unfortunately yeah. and that's what we hope to help bring back together. Mm -hmm.
Well, mm. I'm only too happy to support it, guys. Uh, I'll leave it there. And, yeah, thank you so much for your time and uh, your dedication to, yeah, just bringing about some grassroots positive change. Thanks That's so it. much for your time. Awesome. Really appreciate you. Thanks, mate.